Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. We are not dead. We're still alive and kicking. Unlike Chivas, who seem to not make any efforts recently, but we're going to get into that. First, Luis, what's up, man? How you been? What's going on, man? You said welcome back, and I was like, damn, I forgot we used to record this. <laughs> it's been so long, I forgot. <laughs> it took me like 15 minutes to find my recording equipment. Like, <laughs> I didn't even find my microphone uh, cable, so... That's how much, you know, that's how long we've, we've recorded. It's been since we've recorded. It's got to be like two months at least. More than that, probably. Let it's not see. our fault, though. I feel like it's not I feel like it's not our fault. I feel like it's Chiwa's fault for sucking as bad as they do. Like, you can only, rec- you can only record about the same thing so yeah. many times. It, I, I don't want to be that podcast where you just complain about the same thing over and over and over again, like... That's why we, yeah. we did like a couple of Twitter Twitter spaces and that those were cool because you kind of get people to jump in, but just complaining about the same thing over and over again, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it was a depressing season. It's like coaches change, players change, but Chivas just doesn't change, man. We've just been shit. I'm trying. To, I'm pulling up all the episodes we've done, bro. The last time we recorded was September 22nd. I feel like it was when Leano took over. No, we didn't even record for that. Did it? September twenty second, Busa is fired. That's the last time we recorded. Oh yeah, so they announced <laughs> Leano as an interim coach. They hadn't oh. announced him as a full time coach yet. Yeah, that's when. We're... Damn, they fired him that long ago. Mm-hmm. And Damn, then Leano took over. It might have to be for Leano too then. <laughs> <laughs> um. So just to recap, last season, um, Chivas I think ended in like ninth or tenth. They lost to Puebla in the repechaje. They went to a penalty shootout. I think, who was it? Chino Huerta and Mayorga that missed their PKs? Yeah, Cisneros. Cisneros. I think. Yeah, and Cisneros. Cisneros. blocked a couple, but he did what he could. I think he was probably our lone bright spot for last season, right? He had a really good... I, I think he was the, like... The penalties on statistically, I didn't even know Mayorga think, missed. Yeah. I think statistically, Gudinho was um one of the top two goalies of the season, so... But, if, but that's not enough to get a national team call up by uh, Tata Martino, so it was all for nothing. <laughs> They'll get a call up sooner or later. As I long as Chivas so, turns said, it around, we got we got to turn it around. We got to be we got to be like a top five team. That's not happening. Not this season. <laughs> not, <laughs> you don't have faith, bro. Nah. It's, it's I, I know. I know so you predict signings. You, <laughs> you predict the undefeated season every. Every season open their podcast. I, I don't I don't see how you can do that this season. I don't I don't see how I can do it this season. <laughs> I, I don't even give us like six points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um I've been trying to convince myself. I'm not even like looking forward to the season. I know Flo said he, if Alexis Vega ends up leaving, he will not watch any Chivas games this season, so that's why he's not on the podcast. Rigo is not on because he's very busy. He has he's in the process now. of moving. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's moving back to Florida. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he'll he'll be down here like in a week. I oh, think yeah. a week or two. That's crazy. Yeah. Actually, I don't it's know not... if he wants people to know. Ah, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Breaking news on the Chivas del Norte podcast. All right, let's go. We got, we. I did the brief recap. We ended whatever place. We lost in PK to Puebla. Yadi yadi, we suck. And then jumping into this season, 
Chivas transfers. It's been a a wild transfer window, but yet we've only signed one player. Yeah, we'll start at the beginning of the transfer window. All the all the transfer drama with the Chivas men's side. First, it was Cordoba was apparently going to be traded to get Antuna on America. A big like a uh, controversy, right? Because a lot of fans don't want us trading players with America, and they're supposed to be like this uh, un- unspoken contract that. You know, you don't trade players between Chivas and America. I don't, I don't remember the last time that it was done. Maybe, maybe Massa Rodriguez. I don't think he went straight from Chivas to America though. But um, oh, it's been a while, right? Fight, fight, oh, Oribe uh, Peralta. All oh, right, it was Oribe. Yeah, you're right. I was gonna say Ramon Ramirez, but yeah, it is Oribe Peralta. He left Chivas, so that that money's <laughs> yeah. off the books. That's good that's gotta news. be like the biggest win of the offseason <laughs> for us. Our one plus. Yeah, but like I think I was one of the fans that was kind of against the whole swapping players with America, and then someone yeah. posted on online that like all the big clubs in Europe do it. Like, there's players that have gone from Real Madrid to Barcelona, from Barcelona to Real Madrid, Bayern to Dortmund, from Dortmund to Bayern. Oh yeah, um, the next thing Bayern just buys up the whole league. Yeah, but you don't see their fans be like, "Oh, we can't take Dortmund players." You know, they want the they want the best players yeah. possible. And in, and in, especially a team like Chivas, I don't know if we have the luxury to be like, no, nah, we can't. Especially a player like Cordova in the position that he plays in, I don't know if we're in a position to be like, no, nah, well, he plays in America, so we can't take him. I think if he was, I think if he was available and he was willing to come, then why not try to try to sign him? But from what I've heard is that we we did we didn't we didn't want him in the end. Uh, I don't know if we didn't want him. We probably probably couldn't afford him. Yeah, well, Chivas is dirt poor. Apparently, we're in the we're yeah. in the mud. But um, when that when that transfer rumor popped up, I was all for it. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, me I was too. like, give me Cordova because I feel like him and that Alexis Vega know how to play with each other. Paul saw it in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, we saw it in the Olympics. Yeah, they have a, they have chemistry. Mm-hmm. I mean, Antuna was part of that sometimes too, but I think it was more Cordova and uh, Vega. If they were on that that Mexican na- national team at the Olympics was on. So I had no I had no issue with them trading for Cordova. I think um I think Chivas has seen what they can get from Mantuna or what they could get. I don't think any coach that we've had so far knew how to use him correctly and apparently he had a lot of uh back backstage issues and stuff like um disciplinary issues and attitude problems and whatnot. Well those were so in the forefront. We had those to get him out. Huh? We had the whole he had the whole drinking scan partying scandal in the yeah. middle of COVID. He had that interview he had, remember? Mm, yeah. Where he said a couple, back, con- back a couple where, controversial things. That's where fans turned on him. And I still don't yeah. think it was his fault. And I still... Because it was taken out of context. And I still never... It never Like, some of the things he said about going to Europe and stuff, it never bothered me because he never, like... Uh, what's the word? He never, like, underperformed. Like, yeah, sure, he makes mistakes, but that's just the type of player he is. He's not, like, a perfect player. Yeah. Uh, he, he never... He was never out there. You'd be like, man, he's not even trying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I mean, I get why he lost the fans. You know, there's a couple of times they were just booing him all the time. Well, he missed um, some he missed some pretty clear shots, but I think yeah, to be honest, I, think, for I shit. just think that's who that's who he is. Just the same way that that's who, um, what's the player they comparing to? Fucking from Tigre, Jurgen Dam. Jurgen Dam. Yeah, just nah. so Dam was the same type of way. There's just players that man finishing is just not his thing, man. Well, I remember when we first signed him, we had Amy on the pod and. That's the first thing she told she us. Told she's us, like, he yeah. can't, he can't finish if his life depended on it. Yeah. And he's gonna go to Brazil exactly and do the same happened. thing. 
He's not gonna. Watch he's not gonna change it. it. Watch him kill it. Kill nah. it like Cruz Nah, he just doesn't have them. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna. What's he's gonna work down the wing, beat players one on one, and maybe cross the ball in. But he's not gonna be a player that's gonna get you ten goals. No, but he probably is gonna drop a bunch of assists. Like he's he's actually gonna have confident, a competent striker working with him. Yeah, he's either gonna have he uh, Jimenez or um, El Cabecita. So he's gonna have competent players around him. Where I think uh, Alvarado is more, I think he can finish. That's one. I think he can play more of an interior role. And then yeah. I think he's what's the right word? He's like the more safer bet mm-hmm. between the two. Yeah, we can jump right in. We can jump into that. I mean, so we it, the, the trade didn't end up being happen. Didn't end up being um, Cordoba for Antuna. Instead, we got El Piojo Alvarado from Cruz Azul for Antuna, and. I don't know. I think I, I don't think it's a bad trade. I think um, a lot of fans are are mad because they're saying we got fleeced because they think that Mayorga and Antuna were traded for Piojo Alvarado, but in reality, the the Alejandro Mayorga transfer is just separate. It's not. It wasn't part of the Piojo Alvarado deal at all. So yeah, I think once fans realize that it's just a straight up swap with the for one player for one player. So we didn't I think get Mayorga's on loan, right? Yeah, he's on loan for a year, and Cruz Azul has an option to a buy option. They can buy him if they want. Yeah, and I think Mayorga. I just think that with between Mayorga, Ponce, who seems to be a coach favorite still, um, and Chicote Calderon. I mean, someone had to go, right? Yeah. So I, I can see why people get mad when when you view view it as two players for one, but it's not really two players for one. Yeah, no, it was the, that was the Mayorga deal is a whole separate transaction. If they end up keeping him, Chivas will get paid for Mayorga. It's not, it's not they get to keep him and that's it. But um, going back to Piojo Alvarado, he had a uh, thirteen goals and assists in twenty twenty one. I think he was the he was like the best young under twenty three Mexican player in the league. So we're getting we're getting a good player. So I'm not yeah. mad at it. Um, I know we were talking about in the chat on on the side that. I, I had no idea where he freaking plays. I thought he was like a <laughs> I thought he was like a center mid, and then you guys were like, no, he's a winger. He's like, like a oh, winger slash attacking know. mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not 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 like a real center mid. But um, yeah, I'm not mad at it. I just don't know. Like again, I just hate that we have to give someone up to bring someone of his caliber in, right? We can't just hey, yeah. we have the money, go buy him. Um, I was I don't know. I was I, uh, <laughs> I was stupid. A part of me thought that getting rid of a uh, Oribe's contract was gonna like free up money for us. That's what everybody thought. <laughs> Apparently not. We just don't have no. any money. We're just broke. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's just the one thing I I just hate that we had to give a player up. Right. It would have been nice to have Antuna, Biojo, Vega. You know what I mean? All like all of them. Yeah, but I I I think it's the back the back stage uh drama that we don't know about and right even after he left you know they interviewed him and i think he said something along the lines of uh chivas doesn't do a good job of protecting their players and i'm like my guy you tweet you guys put up on the on instagram you know you guys are getting drunk um you do that interview with uh that youtuber which i don't even think was um like approved by the team yeah. when because when Players go on these kind of runs or whatever, press conference runs. They always have to wear, like, the team's gear or it gets, like, approved or whatever. He was just wearing, like, a white team, like, a chain. Like, I'm pretty sure that that whole interview wasn't approved. So he, Yeah, like, they had no clue. Yeah, he shit the bed right there. 
Um, he he did that stupid thing at the like I think it was against Pachuca in the repechaje where he scores he he shoots a PK and like mocks the crowd and then it's like bro we just got eliminated like what are you doing? <laughs> so I don't know I think there are too many issues on field off field issues with him and I think the team just wanted to get rid of him I I do know I've seen some reporters saying that this is like the start of Leonio cleaning up the locker room trying kind of kind of get a ring of kind of getting rid of like the locker room cancers we have so Antuna might have been a locker room cancer I know JJ Macias is rotting away in in uh Hetafe, but apparently they don't want him back either because he's not like a locker room guy yeah we knew it though we said he was he was we yeah. said he was terrible he wasn't good like uh we said the, the, the whole last year with Chivas was terrible we said that when he went over there Getafe probably made a mistake and they were going to be mad that they didn't get Vega instead of Macias. So I'm not surprised he's not doing anything over there. I think he's had like a little over 200 minutes and I don't know how many poss- out of how, how many possible. And the last time I watched him, he got subbed off because I think he pulled his hamstring again, which is like an injury that's been nagging him. So it just sucks for JJ. But, it sucked for Chivas. Yeah, that's Bro, He true. was valued at like 12 million one time. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's not any valued anywhere. anywhere near that now. Um, They're probably gonna send him back to like Leon or something. I don't think he he puts on the Chiba jersey again. Yeah. Oh, but yo, you had made a good point in the group chat when the whole when I told you that he was more of like a winger, but he could play centrally. You said that now Angulo can play down the wing, and on the, that would on the left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it would it would now Angulo can play on the wing, and Alvarado can play maybe can play more of a center role if he's better in that position. It'll be interesting to see like how how he plays them all, because we saw him use Vega on the as a second striker, as a wing player. Will he use him as D striker? We don't really have strikers. Yeah, we don't have a striker. We have um, Cello so, and Huerta, I guess. And the new guy. Oh, the the guy that was supposed to be a Tapatio player, but apparently he's a Chivas player now. Well, he's registered with Chivas, but he's still a Tapatio yeah. player. Yeah, but he was supposed to be registered under Tapatio. I think Tapatio players are eligible to play for Chivas regardless. But they put him on the Chivas payroll. Which makes no oh, sense, okay. but I don't know. It's, it's dumb. Um, so, the- yeah. So, Antuna is gone. We got Piojo Alvarado for him. Both teams kept 50% of each player's card. So, Just if we do- end up selling Alvarado, Cruz Azul gets a chunk of it. If Cruz Azul ends up selling Antuna, Chivas will get a chunk of it. Makes no sense, but... Bro, Mexican soccer is Mexico. so stupid, man. <laughs> like, Charlie goes to Cruz Azul, Romo goes to Monterrey, they keep half the player cards. Like, bro, just sell the fucking player. Yeah. If you don't want him, just sell him. Fuck you, if you don't want him, why are you fucking begging to keep half of the the <laughs> of the of card? Because they're all scared they're going to miss out on the on the European bag, bro, but these, like... These players are 25 they're years old. Go. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. They're 20, like, bro. They're, they don't know about Mexican soccer in Europe, bro. Look at what Orbelin had to do. He had to hold out for his contract to end so he could go to Europe. And he went to Santa Vigo. I feel like that's that's going to be like a JJ move where he's not. I feel like he ain't going to do shit and he'll be back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I hope it's not true because I, I like Orbelin and I think he's a, he's a really good player. But a mid-season transfer, like in the middle of a season, those are like those don't really tend to pan out. Yeah, especially when they go for free, man. It's different when like... Mm-hmm. They pay for you, like they want you. you know, diff- yeah, I, I guess we'll take you. You cost us nothing. Sure, come along. <laughs> but I, I like the ambition. Um, I think, I think if more and more players start to do it, I think it kind of it might 
start to force teams to to sell their players to Europe at cheaper prices. Yeah, Kinda I would like, like to see it uh like MLS. Yeah, I think <laughs> it might be kind of like what what's happening with Alexis Vega. I know there's um there's a lot of Alexis Vega drama as well. He hasn't re-signed with Chivas, and at the end of the season, he's free to negotiate with any team, and he'll end up leaving for a free because you know once the six months are left on the contract, players are free to negotiate with whoever, and they they're they're free for whoever signs them. Yeah, that's why when you said the whole, I think you had said in the group chat that they had, he has been, there was rumors of him going to Monterrey. I kind of understood if Chivas yeah. is in a position where if we don't get anything for him, we'll lose him for nothing in six months. So Chivas is in a weird position. Um, hopefully they can lock up a contract and, and find him a team in Europe. Um, but again, it's one of those things where if he's good enough to go to Europe, he should have an offer on the table. If yeah, teams want him for free, you know what I mean? Like if teams want him for free, like, they should be willing to pay some money for him if they really want him. But that's the thing, though. Like these clubs inflate the value of of the players, and why why would you spend that if you could just wait another six months and get him for free? Like yeah. what what did this kid what did this kid Pepe go for? Like twelve million, eighteen million, something like that. Like twenty million, I think it was like twenty plus with incentives. And I don't understand how that happened because this kid didn't even really kill it at, at MLS. Well, he scored a few goals for Dallas. Then he goes to, he gets the call up. He gets the call up to the national team. Scores goal like important goals for the U.S. Um, he has that marketability. He's only what eighteen. Yeah, I think he's 18. eighteen. Starting World Cup qual. But see, this is the thing. Like, Macias is what twenty four. Twenty three. Younger than that. My man has even barely touched the national team. He's twenty two. Pepe, there was a well, there was a time where Mexico might have had a chance of getting Pepe, and instead yeah. we call up the dude from um, was it Monterrey? What's his name? Mm-hmm. The Argentinian what? dude. Uh, Funes Mori. Yeah, Funes Mori. So like instead of them looking at a uh, Santiago Jimenez or you know what I mean, like a younger striker to maybe try out, uh, while while Jimenez isn't available, they go and give the job to uh, a thirty year old player from Argentina. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make sense. But yeah, if, if if Vega doesn't sign the contract extension, Chivas get nothing for him, and apparently Rayados is throwing the bag at Vega, trying to get him out of Chivas. So it's, it's a catch twenty two, you know. Chivas lose. It's a lose lose situation unless Vega resigns. And from what I've read, like reporters that like reliable reporters, not like the. The Vende Umo reporters that just tweet anything. I hope it, it hits. Hey, I'm about to put Chappies. I'm about to put Chappies in that. What? She's never been wrong. Nah, she had me fooled and thinking Pizarro was coming back. No, she never said that. She said it, it was she a possibility. Said Vega, she said Vega's not going to uh, Monterrey. There's a possibility. There's no damn possibility. Still, we got no fucking money. Let's be honest. It was never a possibility. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about that next. But um, what was I saying about big? Oh yeah, the the vende humos are are saying you know that Rayados is throwing the bag at him and that Vega might leave. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him. But I know there are reporters saying that Chivas is doing everything in their power to re-sign Vega. They're doubling his salary. They put in like a clause, kind of with like JJ, where if a European team comes knocking, they're gonna facilitate his uh transfer to Europe and they're gonna give him money and 
I don't know. If Vega doesn't resign, he's kissing the badge, bro, in preseason. Like, bro, I think that's I think that's Chivas's best chance is to put that clause in there. That if a team yeah. comes looking for him, then he'll sell him. Because if he goes to Monterrey, he can kiss his European dream goodbye. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. thing with Pizarro when he went to Monterrey. Yeah, he, he's gonna cost way too much money. No team's gonna be able to afford. Is gonna want to pay the contract or pay the transfer. Yeah, I think um I like I like that people are finally waking up and uh you know how Chivas was always like the bad guy where it's like, Oh, this is why young Mexican players can't go to Europe. A lot a lot of fans and a lot of media is starting to realize that Rayados and Tigres are like the cancer of Liga MX soccer because they're buying all these young kids and then they're, they're not gonna let them market. go for cheap. Yeah. They're blowing they're up the market. market. So they're they're hurting they're hurting the Mexican national team, they're hurting the league by not letting these players leave and try to test test themselves out in Europe. Like they just bought the they bought Angulo from Atlas. He could he probably could have jumped to Europe. I know Cachorro Montes has been at Rayados for a couple of years already. He at one point he could have made the jump. Charlie Rodriguez instead is traded to Cruz Azul. Um, Pizarro was in his prime when he got to Rayados and yeah, ended yo, up that, in freaking Miami. Charlie made no sense to me, man. I don't know. I can't I'm believe, not like bro, a big Charlie Romo Rodriguez, was a, Rodriguez guy. No, like I, I, I'm a fan of Romo. Oh, okay. I, like, yeah. he was available. For the money he was available, I remember they were saying it was only like $2 million or something like that. $3 million. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, Chivas got to jump on that. Nope. <laughs> Bro, Chivas trying to trade, like, Saldiba for anybody <laughs> right now. <laughs> I think they were trying, I think, because I, I think they had, what's it called last year, right? Peña, Alexis Peña? Yeah. I think they were trying to let them keep Peña and, like, something else. <laughs> Oh yeah, wasn't he like I don't know the Discord Supposedly lied to me. He had a good me. season. Yeah, the right? Discord lied to me because apparently Benya was like a, a wall for Cruz Azul, and then I never saw him <laughs> play for Cruz Azul. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't, and they didn't want him either at the end. Yeah, I think they could have bought him. Did he go anywhere? I haven't seen anything. Bro, but they say like, oh, Alexis Benya can be like if they want him, they can pay the three million. In what world is Alexis Benya worth three million? <laughs> Like who is who is doing these these contracts for Chivas? I don't even know where Alexis Peña went. Like I just searched his name on on I think Twitter he just came and nothing, back, no, but nothing comes not. up. Like the first tweet that comes up is Alexis Peña, otro pendejo que dio más lástima que minutos. You <laughs> <laughs> see Alexis Peña? Does it say where yeah. he's at? Uh, it's like Cruz Azul, but I haven't. I don't see anything. Nah, I don't, about, I don't think like, he went a possible transfer. Azul. Alexis Peña no jugador de Cruz Azul. No, that was when he left Chivas. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing. We played 10 matches. The wall. <laughs> Man, the Discord be lying, bro. <laughs> Why would you trust a Discord? <laughs> I, I thought they're like fellow smart Chivas. See, his movie. last post was November was November 21st on Instagram. Yeah, he don't got it. No clue. I haven't even I haven't seen him mention in any post that he's coming back or anything. Like, you got to get something for him, right? November eighteen, Alexis Peña forgets Chivas and declares his love for Cruz Azul. Well, they didn't want him either. <laughs> he was involved in that in that scandal, right? Yeah, that's when he got kicked out. Yeah. Uh, all right, I just saw Salvador Perez tweet. Trabaja actualmente en Ciudad de México, fuera de Cruz Azul, a espera de que se defina su futuro. All right, so he doesn't have a chance. He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't have a, a team. He hasn't been bought or anything, but I think technically he still belongs to Chivas. So we'll see how that plays out. 
But yeah, if they're trying to trade him for Romo and whatever other <laughs> couch change they can like scrap up, man, so sad. We suck, man. Again, all their trades for Jack. Though. That was like me and Madden, bro. Remember, we used to play Madden. We used to try to make trades and reject all your shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I know with the whole Alexis Vegas situation, fans are starting to turn on him. Um, I I retweeted a tweet from the CDN account today, where uh, let me see, it's uh, Luis V underscore eleven. He said in four years he's played eighty one games. Nine goals and 13 assists. That's pretty bad. He has a lot of talent, no doubt. But at this point, sell him if he's just going to leave for free at the end of the season. Yeah, but you can't expect goals from a winger. Yeah, that's true. He was, he was bought at the striker, striker. And, and I don't. I think he's played striker like three times. Yeah. And which then, is but, which is my hope was that heading into this season that he would be the number nine. Yeah, but I think. Another thing that's playing into this whole, you know, fan turning on Vega is his, like, little freaking... Did he like Pizarro Suite over there? Yeah, like, his little comments and, like, all this stuff. Like, he's dropping, like, the eyeball emojis on all of Pizarro's pictures and liking them. Smirnoff Brothers. Yeah, and, like... Yeah, he said, yeah, no, I, there's no uh, Smirnoff Brothers no more. So, I don't know. Vega's also, like, trying to... Kind of, like, playing this, like, trolling fans, I think. And I hope it's not him that it's because he's gonna end up leaving. But listen, he's our best player. <laughs> yeah, we can't without lose Vega, him. we're doomed. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Angulo, uh, Canelo Angulo was probably our best player last season. Yeah, but who's gonna score goals though? <laughs> I know, guess we're the... doomed even with even with Vega on the team. To be honest, <laughs> might as well get some money, right? But if if I believe that the team would reinvest it into the team, then I'd be all for it. But we just saw Ribe Peralta's contract come off the books and none of that money went into the team, so I got no faith. All right, other transfers that have happened. Antonio Rodriguez left Chivas and is at Querétaro. Alejandro Mayor got a one-year loan with at Cruz Azul with the option to buy. Osvaldo Alanis got kicked out of San Jose and now he's a Mazatlán player. I wonder if he'll play on Sunday night. Um, Chofis stays at San Jose for the rest of for another year that's where he's gonna be I know there was like some controversy no, that, yeah he's not coming back he's staying at San Jose and I know for a second or two there was like a a rumor that Chivas was trying to back out of their deal where they were Come gonna on. let them keep trophies yeah because I think it was like a verbal agreement and nobody really signed anything and she was trying to back out of it and get him back. But uh, at the end of the day, Trophies will be a San Jose Earthquake player. And lastly, we have Pablo Irizar, who was supposed to be a Tapatio signing, but was registered as a Chivas player today. He's a striker. The last team he was on was on Dorados, which is probably an Ascenso League team. It is. He had, yeah, he had nine goals and 16 appearances. And I feel like he's just going to be another... Um, Luis Madrigal, where Madrigal was like killing it against the five foot center backs <laughs> they have in the Ascensa League. And it was, uh, this, then I did, did my nothing. homework. I actually looked up his highlights today. Oh, yeah. New Year, New Me on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> How'd he look? look? Good. Yeah. I mean, he finished. I, he scored. I saw the, the The problem with highlights is it only shows you like, they'll only show you the goal. So it's just him finishing the ball. Yeah. Like, they don't show you like him receiving Build or dribbling. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of him was him, like, with some nice finishes, 
like first touch shots, um, shots from like a uh, pretty hard. But it's hard. It's hard to get a gauge of of what type of player he is, to be honest. Yeah. If I had to guess, he'll be another Madrigal. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, will he even play for Chivas? I I feel like he's never even gonna play for Chivas, the first team. I don't know why they put him on the payroll for Chivas. If they don't use Vega as striker, I feel like he'll play at point. Just because Saldivar's not gonna cut it. They'll give Cisneros a chance one or two games. He won't cut it. And it's like they have no choice but to, you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, and then lastly, Pizarro was rumored to return to Chivas, was willing to take a pay cut to return to Chivas, and the team just never reached out. They just ignored him. This is where broke. Threw the bag at him, and now he's a Rayados player. Yeah, we are. We are broke. That's Wait, so did they get it. him for nothing? No, they... I think he's on a loan from Miami. So they sold him to Miami for like whatever, fifteen million, twelve yeah. million, whatever. Now they just got him back for free, just have to pay his contract. Salary, yeah. That's nice. That's a nice business. <laughs> um, how how do you feel about Pizarro returning? Because I think I was in like the minority where I don't know if it would have been good for him to come back. Because I know we're all nostalgic about the twenty seventeen run and what he did. And the form that he was in, but it's been a while. He's been out of form. Like even when he left Chivas that that season, he was coming off the bench from for Rayados. He he kind of dipped in form right away. Um, he didn't look happy at at Rayados, and then he goes to Miami, and I have no idea what he did because I don't watch MLS, and I think he only had like a couple of goals and assists. Yeah. So we we weren't getting we weren't gonna get back 2017 Pizarro. That's for sure. Yeah, so initially when I saw the whole rumor of him maybe coming back, in my mind for some reason I thought this I thought Pizarro was like thirty already. Right? Then I saw he was only twenty seven and I'm like, all right. Like, like I thought the same thing you said. He hasn't like we haven't seen Pizarro play well. Even even the times he's been called for the national team in yeah. like two, three years now. Um but at the same time, like the whole little dip that you said coming off the bench from Monterrey, like he's that type of player when he was at Chivas that he the like he was he was on the ball so much that I could see him not be like favorable to some coaches, but he would, but what he did was important for Chivas. Like we needed him to like have that ball and dribble as much as he did. Uh, yeah. Whereas a team like Monterrey maybe didn't need that, and they were like, you know, I, we don't we don't need that the whole game. You're gonna come off the bench, um, where it was vital for Chivas. So I thought like maybe he can come back regain the form. I remember Rafa Marquez had a stint in the MLS where he was absolutely terrible and then he comes to mexico and at an old age and played well for leon yeah so i thought hey maybe you know it's maybe it's just the mls he's just there making that money living in miami maybe he, if he comes back to mexico maybe it'll you know spark something so i kind of wanted him back um just because we had nothing man we have nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know i think he he would have just came back and kind of tarnished his legacy as a chivas player and um there's still like a lot of back backstage issues with him too because remember he was one of the leaders of the of the protests that were happening at Chivas when they when they didn't get paid their um bonuses for winning the league and stuff like that so I think management or the front office still has like issues with him and they probably that's why they probably probably never even reached out to him yeah it's a broke club having an issue huh (laughs) I think JJ was part of that um I know Pizarro was Pulido Pulido probably was Pulido's suing us bro Trophies? Is he? Yeah. What do we do to him? 
We still haven't <laughs> paid him some of the money that came with him going to Kansas, I think. We oh, owe him okay. money. It was hilarious because, um, yeah, something like that. I don't know what exactly, but we owe him money, so he's suing us. And it's hilarious because he posted a picture of uh, the Akron from like a plane view. He was like, I think he put like going home or something like that. And fans got hyped. They're like, oh shit, Polito might be coming back. And then the next day it comes out that Polito's suing Chivas. Pretty sure I got hyped. <laughs> <laughs> he was coming home to get my money. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, man, it turns out he's suing Chivas. I was like, oh shit, great. Another, another problem for Chivas. Uh, yeah, right. man, we're in a bad position. Yeah, that that covers. I think our... it's the whole. I think it's the whole lawsuit from the ex. She who uh, must not be named. <laughs> I think I've, I I might rather want her as an owner, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen. Can she marry somebody with money? <laughs> <laughs> I think she. They a lot of people assume that she would just cash out on Chivas real quick, like sell it to whoever. But yeah, that that's not bad. Yeah. So that'd be cool. If if we go well, to like a comp competent management, well, I think the lawsuit is that she 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 says her daughters should get a a percentage of whatever the Chivas yeah. or the club, mm-hmm. and I think in a situation where if she was to win, it would probably force Amaury to sell the club. They have like order, majority it, ownership, probably. Right, in order to split, no, in order to in order for them to get their money. Oh okay. You know what I mean? Unless oh, they would yeah, be yeah, comfortable yeah. splitting. You know what I mean? Like being split like yeah. part owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there might be a situation where they'd like the, the, a lawsuit would lead to a uh, selling the club. Um, so let's hope she wins. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Helica. <laughs> Man, speaking of speaking of a Maori, he had this. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking when he tweeted out what he tweeted out. Um, he tweeted out, "Chivas es para todos los jugadores mexicanos." No, todos los jugadores mexicanos son para Chivas. Uh, in English, Chivas is for all Mexican players. Not all Mexican players are for Chivas. A lot of fans assumed it was directed at Rodolfo Pizarro. Oh, I thought it was but at Chofis. Yeah, but I think it was aimed at Chofis. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't think you can say that about Pizarro when he was very vital in the championship that we won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where trophies, I don't. Where trophies always showed promise and always showed flashes, but I don't think he was ever vital in any of those runs. Yeah, he was hurt during the whole yeah. championship run. So um, yeah, he wasn't. He was like an essential part of the team then. I, to be honest, I don't really have a problem with that. It's fast. But <laughs> no, but like, all right. So like, all the all the players that were available, none of them are worthy of being on Chivas. Like, Cordova is not a, a player Chivas could use. Romo's not a player Chivas could use. Charlie Rodriguez is not a player Chivas could use. I mean, he never said he wasn't broke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's that's where the, the problem. But like, right? why I think, why tweet that? Like, yeah, yeah. I think my oh, man, my biggest problem is Cordova. That's that's yeah. my biggest problem because it's very rare that a player in his position, you know what I mean, like an attacking midfielder, a number ten. Like, we don't even have those in Mexico. Like, he's on the national team. Because there's very few players in that position, and Chivas needed that so bad. And like the fact that he became he became available, and he's as young as he is, and we just didn't even like bite at it. Like that's crazy, man. Just broke. Couldn't couldn't outbid theaters. Like the Rome walk can deal with it. You know, defensive midfielder, we'll find one. We got fucking Molina for another year, probably. Every <laughs> <laughs> time, I think he got a year extension. Nah, stop playing. Yeah, didn't he? I'm pretty I sure they, not. I'm pretty sure he got an extension. Why? 
He's let, let him go off into the Lang sunset. Guy. Well, I don't know if that's Lang's guy. That was Lucifer's no, guy. Yeah, it was Lucifer's yeah. guy for sure. Yeah. No, because I think he played less and less under Leonio, no? Like, Leonio would try more midfield. Right? Yeah, I don't remember. A lot of that, the, the late Leonio run was like, I was at bars and watching the game, <laughs> but not really watching them. <laughs> I remember I, I watched the Clásico. I saw, I never went back to watch the first half, which apparently was like she wasn't best soccer last season. But, oh, the Clásico? Um, I got to the bar, I Yeah, I got to the bar like in the second half, and I was like, I was falling asleep because that, that second half was trash. But everybody on Twitter was like, oh, the first half was amazing. I was like, oh, I was like, I'll go back and eventually watch it. I never did. I still have a DVR, but I'll never go back. <laughs> Why? Why? No point. But yeah, the Amaury tweet, do you, you don't have a problem with it? I know um, Chivas no es para cualquier dueño started with the number yeah, one trending topic that. in Mexico right after his tweet. So fans were pissed, man. I think I think I think he's in a position where no matter what he tweets, people are gonna say like reply to something. Yeah, they're just mad. I mean, even, um, even the the CDN account gets it. Like I tweeted, I don't know what I tweeted today, and like somebody's like, sell the team. I was like, bro. Jim, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we'll do we we pot about the team. Like, what what do you want from us? <laughs> we'll pass that along to our contacts at you. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let Amari know. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you know what's funny? Like, and I, you know what's funny about the whole offseason? Like, we've been so bad. We haven't signed any. We haven't signed any players. You know how like upset I was that I saw America Feminine start announcing players, and I, that shit was even bothering me. Bro, America Feminine is <laughs> stacked, dude. They're gonna be like the favorite next season. Like, it got to the point where I was like, like at least at least find female players. <laughs> hey, the women's team renewed Licha. They renewed. Jocelyn Montoya. Oh, that's where they, we re- money. They, they, yeah, I think so. They renewed uh, Jacqueline Rodriguez. And then they signed two players. I, I can't remember their names. One of them came from Pumas. And damn, I can't remember the other one. Crap. I need Melissa on the pod. Nah, but America announced a player and I recognized the name. Like, I've watched Chivas games. I haven't really watched Kathy other... Martinez. Or Alison Gonzalez. I think her. Yeah. When I recognize, like, it can't be good when I recognize the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. America Feminilas could be a problem next season if they figure if they figure out how to make it work on the field. It's not going to be fun. That's the tough offseason. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, yeah. Overall, yeah. And then, all right. So let's go to the latest Chivas news and we'll wrap up. Um, the latest Chivas news, three players tested positive for COVID-19 today. And will possibly miss the season opener. The players that tested positive are Luis Olivas, Fernando Beltran again has COVID. You hate to see it. And and our, and our latest our latest signing. Yeah, remember <laughs> the first time he caught it? He, I don't remember. Took, oh, that's right. He missed yeah, a lot. Like, it affected like, his whole career. Like apparently, it, it affected his whole um season. Like uh, what's it called? Efficiency. Remember they were yeah, his, um, his endurance or his yeah endurance yeah, yeah. his energy yeah yeah they were tracking his like uh, energy rates and like all that stuff and they said it was like way below what he was always doing right that, yo that's when he was starting too I remember he yeah, started he like four like, games for us we were doing all mm-hmm. right yeah he was like finding his form and like he was starting and then got COVID and he never really got back to where he was so you know it sucks that he has it again hopefully this time around it's like not that serious. Hopefully, you got the boosters boosting in there. 
Yeah. And uh, hopefully. yeah, hopefully they're good, man, because we know what we know. COVID's still serious, so that's what. Yeah. And then the Piojo, of course, Alvarado. Does it, man. <laughs> yeah, our, our, the one player we were hoping to see on Sunday. Yeah. Test positive for COVID. Like we weren't planning on tuning in to watch the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, but we're like, yo, we're gonna watch for Alvarado now. Might not tune in again. Might just watch yeah. some Sunday night football. But, but I think players are going to be retested before the game. And possibly, the, you know, they could still make it for Sunday because, you know, the new the new CDC rules don't really make any sense. I know, like, I saw something where, like, if you don't show symptoms for 24 hours, you can go back to work or you're fine <laughs> to, like, be out. So, you know, I'm sure, I feel like in Mexico, the rules are going to be, like, you know, if you don't show a symptom for, like, 10 minutes, you can Bro, do whatever Messi the hell you want. Bro, Messi tested positive Sunday and then negative on Tuesday. There you go. So maybe Alvarado tests negative on Saturday? Yeah. He can make the trip. Um, he, he feels well. He doesn't have to make the trip. We're playing at home. Oh, okay. So then, there you go. Yeah. Maybe yeah, he can test positive, test negative Sunday morning. <laughs> Actually, I feel like we right before I, the game. Those might be the new CDC rules, but I feel like we've seen that in in, in Liga MX before. I feel like we saw it with Chivas. Didn't Vega get it or somebody get it and they played like that weekend? It was in the playoffs last season. Oh, I think Brizuela. Yeah, because he got it like yeah. on Thursday and was playing Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah, I don't I don't think the players are CDC, ruled out. CDC rules are going sucks. based off League MX rules. <laughs> yeah, so they're not ruled out, but they could possibly miss the game because they did test positive for COVID. Um, and then lastly, expectations for Chivas this season is the Piojo Alvarado signing enough to to get Chivas into the top eight? Because I'm not even going to joke around and say top four, because that's not possible. What did we finish last season? Uh, let me see. I think we finished like 10th. Top 8. Top eight's possible. Top <sighs> 8? Yeah, we finished ninth. And we and we didn't have Vega for a while. He was hurt. He got hurt with the national team. Mm-hmm. Um, Leaño would now have had a whole full offseason. So like, there's it's it's the Vucetich thing where, all right, now there's no excuses, right? You're not getting yeah. this team mid-season with no time to really tr- uh, train them. Um, yeah, top 8. Top 8's possible. I got to see them play, man. <laughs> I got to see what starting 11 he's going to go with. Yeah. They be doing these weird friendlies where they play like two different games. I don't know. Yeah. I feel Vega scored that golazo. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm definitely. This will be the first year where I don't predict an undefeated season. <laughs> Damn. How many games is the total? What happened? 17 games? 18 games? In the games? season? Yeah, 17 at the break. It is 17 games, yep. Yeah, no undefeated season this year. I'm gonna predict <laughs> sixteen and one. <laughs> we'll lose. We'll lose to like Mazatlan to start the season or something, Damn. and then we'll go on a long run. I forgot to look it up, but I I, I know it's been a while. I think since Chivas actually wins their uh, season opener, I'm pretty sure it's been a while. I forgot to look it up. Somebody in the Discord mentioned it, and I it didn't hit me until they mentioned it. I was like, yeah, we do suck season openers, but we'll see. Um, oh. I don't, I, I think, I don't know. It's impossible <laughs> to miss a repechaja, right? I'm going to stick with that. Uh, and anyway, we proved it last like season. Every season now, the 12 teams. <laughs> yeah. That's a forever thing now. It wasn't just like I a think COVID so. thing. No, I think it's forever. So we're going to get into repechaja. I, th- I think we do get into top eight because I just think, I, I don't know. I just don't think Liga MX is that good anymore. Um, like last season, everybody sucked. Nobody was good. America was like the super leader, but they got knocked out right away. Um, 
Atlas won the freaking championship, apparently. Uh, Rayados was supposed to be like a, a scary team, and they didn't. They were never really good. I, I would say, I mean, and think about it, their two signings are Romo and Pizarro. Pizarro's come, like you said, Pizarro's coming off two years of not really playing well, and then Romo for Charlie is that that's almost like a wash, maybe not really, but yeah. it's almost like a wash. So I don't really think they improved. Honestly, I would say the team that probably improved the most is America. I, I don't from, even know who they signed. They signed the player from Santos. Um, they they signed that that player that you're. I think if you were going, I think they're about to sign him. Gandorano. I don't know. I don't know what his name is. But I feel you know it's funny. Like I feel like a lot of, I feel like America. A lot of those times when they sign those players, they never work out. It never works out for them. Then they'll loan them out to another team in, in Mexico, and then it'll work out for that team. Yeah. They're looking at Zendejas, apparently. Who we oh, that's like right. And Texas. they got... I think it's either him or the Uruguayan dude. And then they got um, Dos Santos. You want to Dos Santos? Who's still a good uh, player. Yeah. Uh, probably in Liga Max, yeah. We're getting but, all the MLS uh, has-beens. <laughs> <laughs> Liga Max is becoming the retirement league. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Um, I tweeted out Chivas preseason results the other day. And uh, I think some people are buying into the hype. Chivas uh, preseason results. They beat Colima eight nil. They beat they beat Mineros three one. They beat Necaxa four nil, and then they beat them again in the same night three two. They have scored eighteen preseason goals. That's five more than we had all of last season, not including Rabechaje. In Rabechaje, we had fifteen. And if you include Rabechaje, we had fifteen goals. So either way, we still scored more goals than we scored all of last season. Um, I saw I saw fans like tweeting, "Please save some goals for the regular season," when they were like blowing these no name teams out. I feel like in the past we've struggled with some of those no name teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so maybe it might be a good sign. But eighteen, I don't goals, know. Maybe, like, that's maybe not bad. We should put a we should put a poll out. See where you think uh where where fans think Chivas is gonna finish the season. You can put like Repechaje, top eight, top five, yeah. Miss the playoffs. Uh, I'll, I think I'll a lot of people put us. We'll probably put us between Repechaje, maybe? Yeah. Top eight? Yeah, probably. Top, probably five, six through eight. Yeah. Probably. Oh, shit. I didn't even know the the season started today. Who plays? We're uh, recording San, on Thursday. San Luis, San Luis and Pachuca are playing right now. Huh, that's crazy. Well, I'm not going to watch that game, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that it started, you know? Uh, first game I'll be watching is Sunday. First and only it, game I'll be watching is Sunday. It crept up on us, man. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go Chivas ends the season in seventh place. I think that's a good a good goal, I think. But we should be fighting, like like we always say, we should be fighting for the top four spots. Uh, we should always be in the, in the running for a championship. But we are not, you know, the, the old Chivas. The, and you know, that, you know that's funny, though, because a lot of – Fans are like, this, this is not the Chivas we grew up on. Like, unless you're like 80 years old, these, these are the Chivas you grew up on. <laughs> yeah. They've won, they've, <laughs> they've won a, a championship in 97, 07, and then 2017. Like, uh, unless you're like 80 years old, these are the Chivas you grew up with, all right? Like, they win the championship every 10 years. I don't know what Chivas you, you guys have been watching. So, that's Pretty always much. weird to me, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand when they say that. I'm like, how, how old are you? I think, I think it's just nostalgia that gets you. You like remember yeah. those, or maybe you remember players. You remember those, like the championship, and you think the seasons around it were better than they actually were. 
No. <laughs> They're not. Yeah. Um, like, the 07, I think, championship is probably my favorite one. Because it was, like, the first time they won they won the league, uh, like, when I was, like, a diehard fan. But then, like, the season right after, they dismantled that whole team. Just like they did again in 2017. They dismantled the team. Um, was Omar Bravo on that team? Yeah, right. Yeah. Omar Bravo, Osvaldo, Renato. Bro, I don't, know if, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly on here, but I don't know if I've ever told you this. I hated Omar Bravo. I I, 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 I liked him. I, I, I never I think, thought he was a good striker. But is that because of his second run at Chivas, or is it... No, I just never... Prime? No, I, I don't... Can't say I hate him. I, I say I never thought he was as good as a. I don't never thought he was a good player, as good as maybe people made him out to be. I never thought even on the nas- national team, I never thought he was good. You know the same another player that I thought the same thing about Kikin Fonseca. Yeah, I never just players that I never. Good. I thought they were always o- a little bit overhyped. I never thought they were really that good. Like if I had a team, I wouldn't want them on my team. I think I like Omar Bravo because um, I appreciate the guts that he gave though. Yeah, the fight. Like winning a lot of those headers at his size, mm-hmm. um, but I but I just didn't think he was a good player. Like I knew like when he went to Europe, that shit wasn't gonna work out. Yeah, I I just think Omar Bravo was kind of like a, at least to me, in my opinion, like when I was at that whatever how however old I was back then, um, I think he was like one of the first Mexican strikers that that kind of showed technique. I, I know growing up. A lot of strikers would kind of just blast the ball, and hopefully yeah. it got past the goalie. And Omar Bravo was kind of like one of the first players that that would kind of try to aim for the corner or like hit it with the inside of his foot and not just put his laces on it, you know. And that's what, yeah. I remember that's what I appreciated about him because I was like, oh, this kid is like smart. Because you watch like European football and you watch these players hit the hit the ball with the inside of their foot and place it and stuff like that, and then you go to watch. Mexican strikers and all these guys are just like putting their foot through the ball and hoping for the best. Um, well, that's Borghetti what he became. Was probably our, our best striker. Yeah, Borghetti was probably what, our best striker before that, and he was just all aerial game. And this guy had like no, he couldn't dribble the ball for shit with his feet. Yeah, he had um, no technique. Yeah, and my brother was kind of like that first Mexican striker where I was like, all right, this kid is like kind of smart, you know? Like he, uh, yeah, he he's just not number. Ball, he's just not like a pure number nine. Yeah, but he wasn't like you know like a like a beast. But he was like the best we had. He he was like the, he was the starter for the it was the O six World Cup run, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was the yeah. starter. I remember he missed the PK against Portugal, which sucked. But he was he was our best striker, and I think that started like an evolution of striker at for Mexico at least. So that's what I think Omar Bravo was was good. He was like a. You know, like when well, people I would say, show I would the, say like the, the cave, evolution kind of happened worldwide. Thing. To be honest, yeah, it became it was a worldwide. I think that probably was like the the begin, like the turn, like those early two thousands, the turn of like where soccer started to change and the type of players that coaches looked for started to change, especially at the forward position. You had to be a more complete player. Yeah, but in Mexico, it just took a while for that to to get yeah. there. And like you know, when you know how people have like the caveman chart, where like the first <laughs> one is like just all bent bent over, and then you finally have the one that stands up straight. Well, my brother was like that second guy, and then you know, then like, hey, I think you know what I like. I like the uh, Rafa Marquez Lugo. Yeah, Rafa Marquez Lugo was a beast, man. I love. I like I love the him. Omar Arellano. I was a big fan of Omar Arellano. Uh, he could have not got hurt. That's that's trophies before trophies, man. That's the original. <laughs> that was the, that was the original Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> 
Damn, we're just gonna get nostalgic now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, all right, Sunday night, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific West Coast Time, and Central is 6 o'clock on Telemundo. Like, uh, on the Twitter space? Oh, yeah, we'll have the post game CD Twitter space. I'll have a pre. I'll have a pregame. Yeah, you'll have uh, a pregame one. Also, I have right? a pregame Twitter space in Spanish. I'm doing it with uh, Gabby and Danny, aka Pincha Danny, on Twitter. Um, those are always fun. Uh, I know we get a lot of angry fans on those. So <laughs> if you guys like drama, those are those are fun. And then Sunday's game will be on Telemundo. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Carlos is going to be on that broadcast. I know. Oh, he's doing 49ers? And his no, baby's born? Is his baby yeah, born? They're, waiting, they're waiting for his kid to be born. I don't think... I don't. I haven't seen him tweet anything, so I'm assuming the kid hasn't been born yet, but... Well, on behalf of best. CDN, congratulations, yeah. Carlos. Congrats, Carlos. Yeah, wishing best you the wishes. best. And Jorge. Enjoy, Jorge enjoy Calvo not sleeping. Probably on it. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Calvo, Jorge Calvo, will, prob- will probably be on the call, so... We should have him on the pod again. Yeah, if you guys want to watch that game in English, it'll be on the Telemundo Deportes app because it used to be on the NBC SN app, but that, I think that's gone now. They got rid of that. The app? Yeah, I think so. And they got rid of I the still, channel I still too. use the app. Oh, so the app is still is there. The channel, the channel is gone. Let me see. Hold on. Because I have yeah, it on my iPhone. NBC. Oh, no, it's just NBC Sports. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. And, and they have a Telemundo option at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you want to watch it in English, you can do that on the app. Or you can watch it on Telemundo, and it's usually Andres Cantora and Manuel Sol. I like Man- I like Manuel Sol uh, narrating the games. Yeah, he keeps it Cause, real. Because he wants Chivas to be good, yeah. And then he goes on Twitter right after and like, just says what fans are saying. So I well, Carlos kept it real last year, too. Mm-hmm. And then he would come on our Twitter spaces right after. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to all of them at Telemundo. Yep. All right. We're uh this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Telemundo. <laughs> we have a tip we have a tip <laughs> option on. <laughs> we can get tips on the uh, on the CDN Twitter account now, so so any any donations made will be will be de- deposited into a GoFundMe that is dedicated to purchasing Chivas. And I think that's it. We'll try to be back next week. We're going to try to record more. Hopefully we don't come back in March or whatever. <laughs> I think what we'll do, should we record one next week? Maybe just to, I feel like if Alvarado plays, we should definitely record. Definitely record. I mean, we should, we'll, we'll record because it's going to be the first game of the season. Yeah, first, yeah first, that's what I was going to say. First game of the season, we should definitely record. Starting 11, we should give our thoughts and, on it. And if it slowly becomes the same bullshit over and over, <laughs> you'll see the episode slowly start to <laughs> spread out a little bit. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. We are out. Peace.